0: you're listening to election coverage on AM 1170 the answer
1: welcome back it is our is it hour two or hour three We're Craig Zoe we are in hour three of AM 1170 the answer special live election night 2016's Coverage coming to you from Golden Hall down here in, in downtown San Diego. This is where it's all going to go down tonight here in San Diego.
2: From it might go down tonight. I thought this thing was going to get stretched out, but the latest electoral... Co- oh, now this has changed a little bit. Are you seeing what I'm seeing? No, I'm
1: not seeing it. So anything. I see
2: 216 Trump, 202 Hillary. Is this changed on me?
1: Well, she's got yeah. some, you know, she... Yeah, I mean, I, she's got some big states with some big oh, electoral... she got California, obviously. Well, yeah, she's got California. Um, yeah, it's it's going to we'll, we'll have to see, because you know what? In 2000, it took almost 30 days, multiple state lawsuits and all the way to the Supreme Court to settle that. I one.
2: hope not. I, really I hope, hope it like doesn't happen so quick.
1: I hope we have a decisive.
2: So I understand we got Mark Larson in here. Are we, are we trying to bring him in?
0: Why are they so wrong? Why were they so wrong, at least at this point? I mean Trump hasn't won yet. Part but he certainly well. has won more than they thought he was going he's to He's been ahead
3: in popular vote too. So so there's a lot of things going on here, and it comes back to again all these people who had been using the conventional wisdom we talked mm-hmm. about earlier in the evening, that the uh, none of the conventional wisdom has worked. They keep waiting for the, the the normal. This is the new normal, I think, at least for a season, and it's a long season. There's a the, the effect where people don't want to tell pollsters what they really think. Uh, one thing that's been clear, and you see it in a lot of exit polls today, the exit polls that have not necessarily been tracking who's winning as much as it's the mood. And the mood has been, in many cases, very split. Not a big surprise, but the anger is on both sides, because there's a lot of things that aren't working, whether it's what's going on with their health care premiums and so forth. So there's that. You have a lot of people who, let's face it, by some of the way that things have been handled in the national media, they're reluctant to tell pollsters what they really think, who they're really voting for. There's also so people who go in there in their silent moment before they vote could change their vote. uh, But you can't underestimate the fact that on the ground, both of these candidates played it hard to the finish. They really did. I I did think it was kind of curious about almost two a little over two hours ago now hillary clinton on her twitter feed posted something that was kind of like no matter what happens tonight you know i want to thank everybody for it it, it all it just it didn't look like victory night tweet now this is a all whole right. new world you know we'll see where this comes and again now we watch california we have the yes. biggest record number of propositions coming in local races you realize statewide there's 427 Lots of um, to count tonight 127 yeah. different Yikes. propositions and measures get your shovel out and be ready we're, we're <laughs> right. going to unpack it for you to or on KUSI.
1: Mark Larson, thank you. All right, you. well, that was... That was Mark Larson, yeah, our morning show, off. our yeah, morning show guy. Yeah, Mark Larson is on from uh, AM 1170, The Answer, every morning.
2: A radio icon. Yeah,
1: radio. A lo- seriously, a local radio icon. He's on from six to nine a.m. Every. I'm actually on Tuesdays from six to seven p.m. That's the Andrea K show. Craig, tell everybody if they're just tuning in and they're not familiar with you and your show, what you what you're oh, all about. Oh,
2: you know, I do spot appearances on this radio stuff now. It's tough to keep up with you kids, but I I, I, I love radio's medium better than any other medium that exists, better than print, TV, uh, social media. Radio is the most personal medium that exists. There are people that are listening in their car right now. They're devout listeners, and it's just a, a fascinating medium. I got into it years ago, and things have really taken off for me. We have a daily radio show uh, with Andrew K. filling in some slots with us on 1170. We have uh, The American Dream. You come on that show and dip in from time to time when we can, when we can pin you down. And it's really been awesome. You know, the American Dream for me is a TV show that uh, really spawned from the success of the Craig Sewing radio show. And the entrepreneur and me launched a company called Ignite Media. We're creating new shows. And just last week, uh, we announced for the first time that the American Dream is going to start moving into other markets across the country. And we're really excited about it. And why should you care? Well, you don't really have to, but I will say this. I think that there's become a distrust in the news and in media and just information. And the reason that people are so disengaged is the mediums that we get our information from are predicated upon negativity and those ratings. And and, and it makes more sense to tune out. Just like if you ate ice cream every day for your breakfast, lunch, and dinner, you're going to start to get out of shape. If you only put negative stuff in your head, all day is the way you consume information, it's gonna start to work against you. That's why I think people disconnect. So the American dream is our belief that we live in the greatest country on the planet, that there's a reason that millions of people want into this country, not out of it. There's a reason that we should celebrate the fact that our welfare recipients get more than doctors in other countries. We have a military that is willing to die for your freedoms. And I believe information can be delivered to people much differently. And it's such (laughs) an exciting time for us. If you wanna follow the show us on social media, you can go to craigsewing.com. But it's really all about having an influence in a positive way. And you even see that with me when I go back and forth with you. You, yeah. know, you know who I voted for. You but, know I'm yeah. fiscally conservative. Socially, I don't give a rip. I'm probably, you call socially liberal. Right. But at the end of the day, I, I want us to all unite more, have a thoughtful message and grow the country. Because the policies that I believe in, I genuinely believe can help people from any gender, race, socioeconomic class. There's just a way that this country became the greatest economic force on the planet, which can help anyone. And I think I see it deteriorating and we're fighting more. And look at this election season. Nothing illustrates it more than what you've seen on this election. So I wake up every day really passionate about changing the world, as crazy as that sounds, but we do it one show at a time, one listener at a time, and I could not be more humbled and honored at what we've accomplished. Right. And you've been a big part of it as well. You've come on our shows, I've mm-hmm. come on yours, and I know that you and I don't agree on everything, but I, I certainly know that we have fun together and we have drinks, What we got protesters now, What's happening.
1: Well, you know what? I love, love, love so much your American dream, your show. And I think that your success and it, which has been so, the success has been truly a rapid rise, Craig. And I think it's because people are starving for a return of the American dream. And I think that's one reason why Trump has risen like he had, because, you know, those of us, anybody, you know, older than the age of 20 realizes what made this country great. And that, that is slipping away it's being taken from it's being us. taken from us in part because we have a media that's left-leaning that supports the marxist agenda of the left you control the messaging. and you control minds the left took over our media and they took over the education system and it is primarily anti-american anti-american dream and those like you and those like trump who want to restore a love of america and a love of the american dream all right we got a heckler wait what are you <laughs> saying over there heckler. come on over here you ain't got to run away Do why we won't we? Republicans allow government to happen? Because we were founded on limited government, sir.
2: I believe in smaller We government. were founded
1: on limited government. That's what we were founded on, limited government. And in fact, that's why we have the Second Amendment, to protect us against an overreaching government.
2: All right, anyway, you know, when it comes to the free marketplace and government, I mean, a big argument that you have is, is big government versus small government. I don't know if people necessarily know what that even means. To me, what it right. means is that the, the more that the government takes out of our hands, whether it's taxing you uh, for a pack of cigarettes, which I don't smoke, uh, but for a, t- a pack of cigarettes to start a business, to sell a piece of real estate to, to, to uh, on your income, if you're the highest corporate tax rate, all of these taxes, to me, it's putting more hands into the big government. And unfortunately, they're not doing much with it. They're overspending. Right. We have a $20 trillion debt that is growing. And ultimately that bigger government doesn't seem to be working i'm a believer that the bigger the government the smaller the man and that's why you hear me always say that i am fiscally conservative and we'll see we're going to have a, a real change of pace here soon enough <laughs>
1: let's just say it's getting interesting here in golden people Hall. are yelling at us i we, don't know what they're we,
2: saying because i got headphones I, on i but. don't know <laughs> he's,
1: saying that you don't make sense. he's saying that you don't make sense craig
2: awesome <laughs> i think he's talking to you
1: i don't, i have no idea but i love it bring it on
2: all right. Well, when we come back, you more 1170 AM live coverage here at Golden Hall. Uh, you can tune in, certainly, on the radio in your car. We're on Facebook Live, waving at people right now. But you should really get down here. The, you know what? People can't vote anymore. That's kind That's of an right. announcement, so the, 8 the o'clock polls are closed. is
1: closed. So we're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to see if we've got some updated results, uh, not just on the presidential race, but also on maybe some local initiatives that really got a lot of people's backs up. Don't go anywhere. This is AM 1170, The Answer.
4: AM 1170, The Answers, live coverage from Election Central is sponsored by JMar Power Systems.
1: Mark Larson and Tony Ramirez of Singing Hills Memorial Park. You
4: know,
3: Tony, our listeners know that years ago, my wife and I made our plans at Singing Hills Memorial Park. It's something people don't want to deal with, you know, end of life, but it's great to get it just kind of out of the way, you have the plans set so loved ones don't have to worry about it. Of course, Lord willing, we're planning on be around for a long time, but when you have the plans made, It does give you peace of mind, and that has intrinsic value. And there's more value now. You go out and visit Singing Hills. You have some new additions and some special opportunities.
4: That's right, Mark. Uh, If you mention this ad, anything in the cemetery, by way of traditional burial, cremation burial, anything, if you mention this ad, we will go ahead and offer you a special finance.
3: That's right, and that is a special opportunity now for a limited time. So call Tony. Talk to his team at Singing Hills Memorial Park, 619-444-3000. Singing Hills Memorial Park, 619-444-3000.
0: San Diego's utility rates are among the highest in the US. If your home comfort system's not well maintained or improperly tuned, it can be overworking. That means you could be doubling down on your utility costs. Remember that famous slogan, you can pay me now or you can pay me later? If your system's constantly running or you have hot and cold pockets in your home, you need service. Jackson and Foster Heating and Air can save you money and reduce your carbon footprint. Their service is so outstanding that they have been honored as the North American Contractor of the Year for providing superior service, and top-quality HVAC products at affordable rates. They offer 24-hour emergency service on every major brand and plumbing services, too. Call Jackson & Foster Heating & Air for a cleaning and inspection. Mention radio and save $25 on your service call. Jackson & Foster Heating & Air, our family serving your family since 1931.
4: Call 619-667-4328. 619-667-4328. 619-667-4328. AM 1170 The Answers Live Coverage from Election Central is sponsored by South Coast Surety.
0: You're listening to Election Coverage on AM 1170 The Answer. But on the show, you know-
1: Welcome back. This is Andrea Kay and Craig Soey. We are hosting AM 1170, The Answer's election night coverage live from Golden Hall. And we have an update on the Electoral College from our general manager, Dale Hendry. What you got, Dale?
5: You know, I was over there at one of the television stations a while ago and they put up the electoral map. And right now you've got Trump at 222 and uh, Clinton at 202. But Wisconsin and Michigan both are in the favor of Trump right now, leading two-plus points in both of those states. If those two states hold, you're going to have a new president tomorrow.
1: Wow. Hey, we got some clapping. Just one. You know, when we were here primary night, we had a whole bunch of people holding up Trump signs. I'm not sure where they are tonight, but, you know, it's interesting you should talk about a 2%. Uh, um, Trump being up by 2% because the most reliable poll from 2012, the only poll that predicted that Obama would win re-election, the IBD-TPP poll had Trump going into today, had Trump up by 2%
5: nationally. Well, it's too close to call in those states. About 50% of the votes are in, but they're predicting if they hold at that level, then Trump will be the next president. Well, wow. um,
1: well, maybe we should spend a little time, though, talking a little bit about uh, San Diego and California and kind of what's going on here, uh, because we've got some really interesting races. You know, we had Denise get some on before. Um, and she was hoping that you all would get to the polls. Now, of course, this is just fresh. What
2: know? about uh, condoms for prostitutes? Well, <laughs> did you know that was going to be on the ballot? You probably do because you're covering this. Stuff I a did. Lot more. Yeah. I- I saw that today and my jaw hit the ground like what What?" is there nothing
1: that they won't regulate you know what that next thing is they're going to come into our bedrooms and try to regulate what's going on inside there i mean here's 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 the liberal actually
2: voted on condoms for pornos today yeah the, it's insane. Th- you saw that
1: ballot today. Yeah. Two full
2: pages, front and back. Not only of the national stuff, but the local initiatives.
1: There were so many. There were so many initiatives. We had to have a supplement to explain them to us. Some of the biggest ones on the ballot. Um, let me get to some local congressional races. Um, actually, 49th district, with 31% reporting so far. We actually have Daryl Isa down by five points. We've got challenger Doug Applegate at 52.6 against Daryl Issa at 47. So we got to keep our eyes on Definitely. that one, our see what happens to to with uh, Daryl Issa. Uh, getting into some of the ballot initiatives, we had stuff all kinds. It, it's like they intentionally cram the ballot with so much crap to try to overwhelm you. And some of it is worded in such a way to intentionally try to get you. No, to- it
2: really it really is poorly done. It really is poorly done, because when you have that many issues, it's. It's going to get confusing. They don't do a good job of explaining it. Uh, Would you vote on the Chargers? I
1: voted no. Andrew Kay. (laughs) I voted no
6: on C. Andrew Kay.
2: I did.
1: Why? Why? Why vote yes?
2: Because I like football and I like the Chargers. And the taxes are coming to people who visit. It's not going to slow anything down. And look what Petco Park has done for downtown San Diego. And I'll I'll admit that I don't know all the details of it. And I'm a a free market kind of guy. I'm a business guy. And I would have to look page for page at what that proposal looks like. But we got to keep the Chargers. They, They still compete. Uh, L.A. got the Rams, which is where I'm originally from. we got to keep the Chargers here, but uh, we'll save that for a different day when we have Mayor Faulkner on your show. How about that?
1: Yeah, that's (laughs) Or the American dream. Uh, Yeah, we had some other. um, I'm trying to see where we're at with the uh, marijuana uh, because, you know, that's just such a push from the left to try to. And I don't don't really see the reports there. It looks as though that the ban on plastic bags is. uh, Oh, I
2: can't keep up with this garbage. Let's talk about Trump. Let's talk about the let's talk about this entire election season. Right. You and I. But
1: some of of these ballot initiatives have to do with the whole movement of America and why Trump's in the lead, though, because Americans are saying, you know what, stop trying to overregulate us. Stop trying to control every aspect of our lives. Stop trying to jack us on taxes
2: or tax us for having a 32 ounce soda. Right. We're a country that prides herself on freedom. We are we have. Many, many things that do not illustrate the fact that we are ultimately free. I mean, Mm -hmm. the regulation we have in this country, we're not free, but for the most part, we are, right? That's a reason that there are millions of people that want in. These little initiatives, yeah, it it just gets really stupid. I don't know. I, I thought that. Porn stars should actually wear condoms, Andrew Kay.
5: But I, <laughs> Am I wrong?
2: Am I, like, violating the freedom of porn stars? But we actually voted Except on that. It's about individual freedom.
1: You know, we we were supposed to be a nation founded on individual freedom, and the twin sister of that is individual responsibility. Uh, here's what I say. Hey,
2: you know what? You're you, absolutely right. You want to you
1: want to do porn films and not use a condom and risk getting AIDS? Fine. But you know what? If you get AIDS, don't expect me to pay for it. I, well, that's how I was with the helmet laws. The problem the with AIDS laws.
2: is you can give AIDS. But you're right.
1: Yeah, but you know what? Anybody, ha- hey, it's individual responsibility. I can't catch AIDS if I'm personally responsible, right? And I do what I need to do to protect myself. You know, just like when we had the the helmet laws, the the ballot initiative for helmet laws for motorcycles. I said, you know what? I think you ought to be able to ride a motorcycle all day long without a helmet. But if you get a brain injury, don't expect me to pay for it.
2: It, Absolutely. You know, earlier we were talking about bigger government, and I was referencing the fact that we have the highest corporate tax rate. In other words, Hmm. I was framing it around the economic matters in this country and taxation but what you're referring to andrea k is is the social element Mm -hmm. of government the government getting into our daily lives and that that, that in itself is bigger government it's more government control and the more people that are reliant upon the government the more people that might vote for the government. And you see that Mm -hmm. on the far left really, really badly when we're looking at things like the minimum wage, Mm -hmm. uh, the entitlements, where 50% of American households are now receiving government assistance. That That is not the country we are. Now, if you lose a job, if you're disabled, if you're sick, if you're a veteran, of course, you deserve to get some sort of hand up. Why if you lose a a job,
1: do you deserve hand up? Because let me tell you something, when our country was founded and founded as a republic with states and communities, you know, our communities took care of each other. That's what churches were about. That's what community was about. If somebody fell into hard times, that's what their family reached in to help out. Grandparents were brought into the home. It wasn't expected that strangers would accept responsibility. It's creeped out to where now I'm expected to provide daycare and to pay for daycare and child support for, for somebody else's children.
2: Hey, oh, you make a great point. You make a really good point. It, it can be a slippery slope. Like, you have to draw the line somewhere, right? Obviously, being the big support of the military. I know you are. I am as well. Oh, well,
1: the military. Yeah, we have. To we need to be vets. taking care to die of them for our freedoms. That's then right. We
2: take care of them under. There should
1: there should never be a vet without care. There should never be a vet that kills himself because they call in a suicide hotline and they get they get a voicemail. There should never be a vet homeless. Period.
2: What do you think happens if Donald Trump is president with this war on terror? What do you genuinely believe Again, we're getting into prediction mode, right? But I'm looking at the numbers coming in, and it's seeming more possible... Yes. that uh, Donald Trump might be the president of the United yes. States. What do you think he does with the military?
1: I think what he does is is with the military is what he's done when he's run his business empire. You know, he brings in... That sign. I love it.
2: Oh, man, that's a great sign.
1: What What does Trump do? He brings in experts <laughs> in the field. He brings in consultants, and he sits around a table, and, you know, he says, "What what's your suggestions? He relies on on the brilliance around him and people who are experts in their own field. So I think he surrounds himself with joint chiefs of staff, with generals and admirals and senators. hey would would he and he actually said as part of his campaign he wanted one of his his first action items would be to surround himself with all of our military greats and have them present to him a plan within 90 days for how they're going to take out isis through
2: trump being in media and his debates i found myself wanting to reach to the screen and answer things for him there's no way you can build the companies that he's built in a free marketplace without knowing how to build teams and people that are thoughtful underneath you and empowering people that are smarter on topics and subjects than you are. And I think people have pinned way too much on him versus his ability to actually build teams. And really, if you look at flipping this thing upside down and, and, and reshaping the way Washington works, it's about getting people there that aren't career politicians mm-hmm. putting smart people in different places and having them report to you and i think when it comes to the war on terror the economy and a lot of even these social issues i think what you can expect out of donald trump is i think he'll build a great team now again i've also been critical of him you know that
6: yeah uh, I but, have two but, but,
2: but but there's things that i think that he will do well that he has been disparaging the media which you can't. You can't question someone who can build companies with thousands and thousands of people providing goods and services that we can enjoy, that get an income, that pay taxes, that put food on their, their families' tables. You cannot deny that and, right. and, and skew it in a Trump University BS Media made up controversy amongst the many things that we saw. And that, that's you know, there's again there's times I argue for him, there's times I argue against him, but this is where I think the guy would actually be a great leader.
1: Well yeah, in fact those who work around him and who've been in his inner circle and have worked in his companies say that one of the things about him which makes sense for any leader is the fact that when he's in a meeting with his top executives, he's the guy who speaks the least because he actually listens to what people say, he listens to their advice, and he takes it to heart. And one of the debates that you talked about in which he was a little too nice, it's because he had been overcoached. He actually You're listened right. to an advisor and he took their advice. One of the things that was said about Obama was that he wouldn't listen to anybody. He wouldn't listen to anything that anybody said that was not what he wanted to hear. That's not a leader.
2: Yeah, I, I, honestly, I agree with you on the, the debate. I thought he was... I thought that you would see the best of him in that debate. I thought you would see because there's so much that gets manufactured in the media. The debates are the things I look forward to the most because it's where you see the raw element of that candidate. There's a lot of people cheering. Uh,
1: well, they're cheering. They're, they're cheering happening. for the opposition candidate to my guy Daryl Issa, who's been on the Andrea K show, and um, you know Issa is fighting a, my a tough on, race. Facebook
2: live, by the way. Who is one of your bigger fans?
1: Aww. Hi, Mama Sewing.
2: All right, so if you are just tuning in, Craig Sewing here hosting with Andrea K. We are live at Golden Hall. Uh, we got TV feeds coming in. We're on social media here. And, of course, uh, you can tune in on 1170 AM KCBQ. It is truly a historic night. We're honored to be here. The biggest thing that I hope to see out of all of this, Andrea, we're going to have a present maybe tonight, maybe tomorrow, maybe it gets contested, gets stretched out. But I only can hope that this country can find its way back to normalcy. It has been atrocious what's happened. And you, Andrew, you're a thought leader. And I see what you do with your radio show, and I see the the things that you put out there for people to think about on social media, and you create these interesting dialogues. And you've seen it looking down on those feeds. It gets so ugly and out of line on both sides of the equation. And I, I just wish we could figure out a way to cut that out and come together because, look, We are an amazing country. We are called the United States for a reason. And and there's nothing that illustrates that better than after 9-11, how this country came together. Seems like every terrorist attack that happens, we're becoming used to it. And it's not pulling us together, it's pulling us apart.
1: We got some people here in the crowd.
2: We had a heckler earlier. Now we got, yeah. I don't know, nice people. I'm
1: not just saying this because I'm a Trump supporter. I actually think that we have an opportunity to to unify as much as possible. You know, there's always going to be division. And you know what? I think that we ought to, I, I think dissent is a good thing. I, I, I don't think that we all have to agree. I'm not one that pushes the idea of unison and groupthink. I, there's a great quote on the wall at Piology where I'd love to get me some pizza. And it says that if everybody is in a group and everybody's in agreement somebody's not thinking but what i do think that we need to do and i advocate for ideas not party and paul and what i what i try to do is keep it respectful if people if i get out of line people call me on it because i can you know i can be dynamite in a dress and i can be explosive but i think that what does typically unify us i'm so glad you brought up 9-11 because love of country more than anything typically unifies us. And that's really what Trump is, is was suppo- what his campaign is about. And so I'm hoping that if he wins and we get to the other side, that love of country will be what unites us.
2: You know, I uh, I often post about the US. I'm a prideful, patriotic guy. And I talk about the American dream. Hell, I got a TV show called The American Dream. And I'll remember when we started this campaign season, I, I put up a post, something about, we live in the greatest country on the planet. Of course, it was a San Diego related thing. So I said, we live in the greatest city and the greatest country on the planet. And I remember this gal who put a f- in the feed, she said, how can you say we live in the greatest country when you don't live somewhere else? She said, I said, anyone in any country should have the pride that they live in the yeah. greatest country. Anyone and ever, My mom just tuned into the Facebook Live. Should say they have the greatest mom. There's certain things yeah. to be to be biased around. But if you're talking about the U.S., there's absolutely no reason to not be able to confidently make that statement. And when we get through this, this election, look, I don't expect us all to agree. I just want some of the polarization to go away. And honestly, I hope this movement by Trump, whether he wins or not, I hope it does something to the media because I think more and more people are disengaging from the news as usual. And I hope that if anything changes, it's the way we get our information.
1: Yeah, I'm with Alrighty, you. All right, Andrea,
2: okay, we got to go into break again. We're, we're coming to the finish yep. line here. Yeah,
1: we got another, just a final half hour. So don't go anywhere, folks. We got more of AM 1170, The Answers coverage on the other side of the break. AM
4: 1170, The Answers live coverage from Election Central is sponsored by Elijah's Restaurant. Persecution against Christians has never been greater. Our brothers
3: and sisters around the world are losing their jobs, their homes, and even their lives, all because of their faith in Jesus Christ. And for those living in areas affected by ISIS or who have fled the terror group, they're desperate for the most basic of needs, food. Right now, through the incredible ministry of Open Doors, you can provide food for a refugee family for an entire month with your gift of just $50. For 60 years, Open Doors has depended on the support of generous donors to provide critical support to persecuted Christians in more than 60 countries around the world. But the need is so great right now, your gift of $50 will feed a family for an entire month. To find out more and to give, call 888-860-3862, 888-860-3862, 888-860-3862, or go online to am1170theanswer.com.
7: presidential election coverage on am 1170 the answer is powered by transition radio that airs Tuesdays 9 to 10 p.m with Don Meredith and Paula Shaw on am 1170 the answer transition radio is sponsored by valenti International executive matchmakers valenti international engage a unique blend of services that increase the opportunity for single successful people to meet a compatible partner today's increasingly mobile world has removed romance from a process that demands customized personal attention valenti Valenti's matchmaking process utilizes a team of matchmakers that are carefully combined with today's technology to restore romance and dignity to the process of finding your compatible partner. Visit ValentiInternational.com or call 800-200-8253 and discover the Valenti difference. Thanks for listening to the Presidential Election Broadcast on AM 1170 The Answer. And now, back to the special coverage.
3: So many things to see and do at the San Diego Air and Space Museum in Balboa Park. That includes Da Vinci, the ultimate innovator, or if you prefer, Leonardo, because I know Da Vinci is kind of like the location of it. You know, people know Da Vinci. And you know this is a blockbuster exhibition that's there for a limited time. It's all about science, technology, engineering, mathematics. Just one of the things to see and do, along with some great new simulators to try, San Diego Air and Space Museum in Balboa Park. Check it online at sandiegoairandspace.org.
4: AM 1170, The Answers, live coverage from Election Central is sponsored by Liberty Tobacco.
0: You're listening to Election Coverage on AM 1170, The Answer. Yes. Okay
1: welcome back we are on the home stretch here in golden hall i am andrea Kay, sitting here with craig sewing and we are hosting am 1170 the answers election night coverage down here and it is getting insane here craig we only got half an hour left for the broadcast but i just may hang around all night i see jerry sanders former mayor over there i'm seeing all kinds of people here
2: star-studded crowd it is <laughs> you get uh, you get all lot of local politics people of influence uh, mayor Faulkner will be here we have we've already had some great people on this show And it's just one of those things where, I don't know, the Cubs won the World Series a couple weeks ago, and I have a lot of friends from Chicago, and they're like, oh, the tickets are thousands of dollars. I said, you know what? Go back to your city and experience it. And I kind of feel that way right now. You're in an election that will be remembered forever. You should be off your couch and out experiencing it. It's a healthy environment. There's people on both sides of the equation, people representing a lot of different viewpoints, but at the end of the day, this is something to experience, and maybe it's not, maybe tomorrow, maybe in a couple of weeks. We're going to have a new president, and this country's direction is going to shift. Now, we say that Hillary Clinton might be business as usual. There's going to be a major shift, Andrea Kaye. There's going to be a major shift because people are going to be unhappy about that if it were to happen, mm-hmm. and there's going to be momentum from the anger of what politics and media have become. Mm-hmm. The country's going to shift. Period, and no matter what, I think. Do you think for the
1: good? good.
2: I think it has to be because people are sick and tired of the stuff that is. You have every reason and right to be sick and tired of. Mm -hmm. So even if Trump didn't win, which is what I think he represents, that voice it's too strong. And you know, when you say blood on the streets, I certainly hope not. But I hope not either. But the voices are not going to die down, and the ability to communicate is now. It's very different. It's different than it was four years ago, certainly eight years ago. You have more communication now by clicking a mouse. Some of that's good, some of that's bad, but the, the times have changed, and I think we're I think we're, uh, we're going to see some different things in this country
7: for
1: you know where where I hope we're at. Uh, you know how you can you know you suppress things, or if you've got a family member, or a loved one, and you kind of brush things under the rug, and you know you kind of don't deal with things, but then everything's kind of annoying you with each other, you know, because you know you're not really dealing with things, so yeah. silly stuff bothers you. Of course, you. yeah. And then you know something makes it come to a head, and then you have a big you know you have a row over it, and you know what you we clear the air, and then suddenly everybody starts to feel better. So much was brought to the surface through this election. Yes. Uh, so much from the from the outing of the media and their collusion to the corruption in both parties. Um, to
2: Got to interrupt you. Wow. By the way, you were on a good one, but this is I big. I was.
1: You know what? This is huge. Our producer and uh, programming director, Chris, just said, Iowa and Wisconsin just went to Trump. Wisconsin is a state that almost everyone thought belonged to Hillary. Yeah, Wisconsin. Scott Walker. I mean, you know, blue state. So what I'm
2: amazing. seeing is that Trump is up 238 to 209. I'm showing it wow. to our followers on, on Facebook Live. By the way, if you want to follow yeah. Andrea Kay on Facebook, social media, all that good stuff for That's, me. Yeah, now that I've heard that, just-
1: now that I've heard that, I, I think uh, – oh, Go ahead.
2: Well, I'm just showing our, our Facebook friends that are here watching yeah. and giving them updates as well.
1: I, yeah, just in terms of unity, I'm hoping now that that even especially hearing that, you know, I'm hoping that stuff that's been brought to the surface that Americans needed to see that's not brushed under the rug anymore—the media collusion, the corruption in our government with both parties, the corruption with the Department of Justice, the fact that it's the elites get special treatment by the courts than American people—I'm hoping that maybe now. We got that out with the surface. Everybody's had a chance to hash it out. On the other side, we can come together with love of country. Well, that's a hope.
2: And you explain it it very nicely in a a great way to be able to understand in a a relationship. Because at the end of the day, you know, when you're at a water cooler or you're in, in your business or you're at a barbecue, is it really that ugly? I mean, is it really that ugly? You might get in a little argument here and there, and you might have people that you can't stand because they're just too they're too much of Kool-Aid drinkers. But for the most part, the stuff you see in the media, you have to understand the media makes its money on ratings. What generates ratings better than fighting, arguing, sex, and violence? I, I mean, that's just, like
1: Jerry Springer. Our mainstream media has become Jerry Springer.
2: And it's 24-7. Right. So even in the absence of real information, they they make it up and they manufacture it and they frame it and edit it and cut it in a way that gets you talking and get you. buzzing right. And there's n- been nothing better for the networks. than Donald Trump. Right. I mean, even the ones that hate him have got to love him for what he's done for ratings. But I, I genuinely believe that we are more thoughtful uh, people here in the U.S. And I think that yeah. this could be something that helps us to turn a corner. but ultimately see but let's invite in our guests real quick because we've got a big
1: local issue yeah we've got a local issue but you know what i also think uh, we've got a local issue in terms of of the chargers who've been wanting a better stadium than we've had here in san diego and there's been a whole lot of the recent years of different ideas in order to keep the chargers here that won't ideas we needed ideas that wouldn't cost the taxpayers money this we've got a measure c on the ballot here It's actually a national issue, though, because the NFL has become, I think this Measure C comes at a a bad time, because it's at a time in which the NFL seems, appears to have been politicized. We've got Kaepernick and many others refusing to stand for the national anthem, and I I don't know how much it's playing out in terms of the vote involving Measure C uh, to keep the Chargers here. So I'm going to bring on my next guest, who's here. He's here to save the Bolts. (laughs)
6: <laughs> Save our bolts, and that's been our goal since the beginning. Yeah? Yes.
1: So tell every – I what...
6: love how Andrea Kay tried to get out of the bag.
2: She tried to get ahead of that thing because earlier she voted against it. I'm, I'm with you, Lauren. I uh, I want to keep our football team, especially if you're taxing these visitors versus us. But w- what do you see coming out of tonight?
6: Uh, as it stands right now, it looks like we're at about 38%. Ideally, this is not what we hoped for initially. That voted uh, for? Uh, voting for, 38%. Why
2: do you think that is? It just seems so low to me. I, Look, no- I, I may not be right on the issue, and I know we needed two-thirds, but 38% I just can't comprehend why our own city would not vote to keep a team
6: you know well here first and foremost this does not mean that the Chargers are going to leave so tomorrow morning I assure you you go to Charger Park in Mission Valley the team will still be there there's still a game Sunday against the Dolphins so we've got that as to 38% it's a little disappointing we knew that 66.6% was going to be a tough road for anything I don't think you get 66% of people to agree that they like pizza let alone to keep uh, keep a stadium but this This was a first attempt, this is where we will go, and we will proceed and try and find a good solution from there. Theodore Roosevelt once said, the best thing you can do is the right thing, the second best thing you could do is the wrong thing, the worst thing is nothing at all.
1: Do you, do you think that as I do that what happened with the politicization of the NFL and Kaepernick and all of that and all the people refusing to stand for the national anthem I think the charges got hurt a little bit with that they might do have
6: you? potentially I, I don't have any information to suggest that Mike co- rabbit trail for a second go ahead there's never any
2: excuse to sit during the national anthem I don't care right. what you think you're trying to prove as a point you have all these different mediums that you can prove a point. You have social media. You're an athlete. You can do it outside of the game. But to sit during the star-spangled banner, Colin Kaepernick is the biggest ass in sports, period. And it didn't get better when he went to a knee, and it didn't get better when he said he's going to donate some money. That is, when I talk about the American dream, Andrew K., to me, that is sickening to me. How many people died for that flag and for that national anthem. It is so incredibly disrespectful. You're seeing a disrespect to our our country, our flag, our military. You're seeing it with police.
1: Yeah, There's a you way
2: to voice an opinion as, without disrespecting right. those who paved a trail for you to even have mm-hmm. the freedoms that you have.
1: Yeah, as somebody who loves the NFL, and I mean, I, I there was a point in time in recent years where I was so obsessed with the NFL. I started every day on ESPN. I watched every game that was televised. I mean, I could have told you every roster on every team out there. I'm from New Orleans, so I'm Saints number one. I'm Chargers number two. My My dream was to see the Saints and the Chargers in the Super Bowl. If I ever saw that, there was a time I thought it would die. But when I see the NFL politicizing stuff, man, I gotta back off. Uh,
6: I don't know, honestly, if there's anything related to politicization, Colin Kaepernick, and the Chargers. I I called it a rabbit trail. I did did call it a rabbit trail. We did go down the rabbit hole a little bit on that one. Um, I've got nothing to say on that one. I don't know if that's the case. It could very well be that the hoteliers, the people who ran the No on Sea campaign, were very successful in suggesting this was nothing more than a bailout to a billionaire when that was never the case. Had it been Save Our Bolts, never would have supported Measure C. Instead, we believe this was a chance to bring a world-class facility, world-class events like the Final Four. So what are the next steps?
2: Tell us where do we go from here?
6: here? We have a lot of support within the city council. The mayor has approved of this. We have the NFL, which wants to stay in San Diego. Spanos family wants to stay here. So we go back to the drawing board. Chris Caden and others who have been very anti-C have suggested they want a seat at the table. Come to the Chargers, come to the NFL, bring them together and let's find the right solution. If this is not it, we're ready to find it. Lauren, appreciate the insight. Andrea Kay, host
2: of The Andrea Kay Show. I hope you can find this gal on social media, but certainly on 1170 AM, The Answer, on Tuesdays at 6 PM. I am Craig Sewing, host of The American Dream. I hope you can find me at craigsewing.com. We are live at Golden Hall covering this election, and I think we're going to have some huge updates for you when we come back from this break. Stick
4: around. AM 1170, The Answers, live coverage from Election Central is sponsored by Don Meredith and Paula Shaw of Transition Tuesday.
7: Good evening. Presidential election coverage on AM 1170 The Answer is powered by Transition Radio that airs Tuesdays 9 to 10 p.m. with Don Meredith and Paula Shaw on AM 1170 The Answer. Transition Radio is sponsored by Valenti International. Executive matchmakers Valenti International engage a unique blend of services that increase the opportunity for single, successful people to meet a compatible partner. Today's increasingly mobile world has removed romance from a process that demands customized personal attention. Valenti's matchmaking process utilizes a team of matchmakers that are carefully combined with today's technology to restore romance and dignity to the process of finding your compatible partner. Visit valentiinternational.com or call 800 200 8253 and discover the Valenti difference. Thanks for listening to the presidential election broadcast on AM 1170, The Answer. And now, back to the special coverage.
3: So many things to see and do at the San Diego Air and Space Museum in Balboa Park. That includes Da Vinci, the ultimate innovator, or if you prefer Leonardo, because I know Da Vinci is kind of like the location of it. You know, people know Da Vinci. And you know this is a blockbuster exhibition that's there for a limited time. It's all about science, technology, engineering, mathematics. Just one of the things to see and do, along with some great new simulators to try, San Diego Air and Space Museum in Balboa Park. Check it online at
4: sandiegoairandspace.org. AM 1170 The Answers live coverage from Election Central is sponsored by Rod Hatley Attorney and Julie Mills
0: Brennan Real Estate. You're listening to Election Coverage on AM 1170 The Answer.
1: Welcome back. This is AM 1170 The Answers special election night coverage coming to you live from Golden Hall Election Central. And you know what? It is crazy down here. It's so crazy down here. here. There's a guy going around with a sign that says, I love nasty women. I have no idea what he's all about. I'd- I don't know, um, but we've we've it's we've just got all kinds of crazy going on here. And speaking of crazy, I think that there's very few people. I don't know. I I didn't think a majority of people would predict that right now we got Trump at about 268 electoral votes and Clinton at about 202. He,
2: I see Trump on the screen. I'm looking at 254, which means
1: I I see 200. I've got uh, my. Uh, A.K. My Andrea, K.C. You got the citizen, inside scoop. Yeah, telling me. Either way, you know what? It looks like there's a. Someone said that that a pundit said there was a 91% chance at this point that Trump would win. And I got to tell, I got to ask you, Craig, how ugly would it be in the Clinton camp? How many lamps are going to get broken? Who, who's, <laughs> whose heine is going to get whipped if Hillary? Well,
2: look. Here's the thing.
1: If she loses tonight.
2: I I predicted not from the beginning obviously i don't think anybody really did but going into the final stretch i predicted that donald trump would win the election and i think that there is such an anger towards politics and media and political correctness not just in in politics in washington but political correctness at your workplace you can't even go to a comedy club and and hear certain jokes anymore because we're so politically correct we can't even tell the truth about things like the war on terror and who is killing us because we're politically correct and i think that the country is just enraged about it and as i said earlier in the show and i've said it plenty of times donald trump is the ultimate middle finger to the things that people are sick and tired of now The question is, is he the right guy? Were people going to vote for him? Could they trust him? Was the pendulum swinging too hard on a correction to the right? And by right, I don't mean conservative right. But what he represents is the anger that people have. We have another – oh. Another announcement, which is, this is our last segment, Andrea, okay?
7: <laughs> yes. We've been
2: getting things handed to us all night long. I'm like, what is this one? What do you got?
1: Uh, well, uh, you know, my citizen journalists out there, my AK show peeps, Dan Perry, says 216 for Trump, 197 for Clinton after California went to Clinton. Uh, so it's, it's really close out there because we don't have anybody at 270 yet. And, you know, I don't know if you've been following this clown, this fool in Utah named McMullen. His whole game was to try to get it to a tie. So I'm actually hoping it's not a tie. I'm hoping we go into tomorrow, Craig, with a with a decisive win uh, on yeah. some. You I know think what I mean? Well,
2: you and I are both in the media. I think it benefits us for it to stretch out. I, I'm a. It human doesn't benefit being. us emotionally
1: and mentally, though, no, does I d- it? I don't
2: enjoy it. I, I I genuinely, what I love about being in the media is I feel like I am a a person that people can relate to because I don't I don't think that being on this microphone makes me any more special than others. And I think people look at the media and they think, who is this? clown this ass this person that does not deserve to be there you see these people on these financial shows that should not be giving financial updates and i I think there's a disconnect between real people and people that have a voice the reality for me i uh i try to be a reflection of the people on the american dream i call it your show not mine and it's an honor to host these things i don't want this thing to get stretched out i'd love to see us figure out who it is uh, tonight and start the healing process tomorrow and honestly Get this country back on track. The, the polarization of politics, the deterioration of our our political system, and the way we communicate with each other—the social media stuff we see—it's just gotten ty- tiring. It's just tiring, yeah. and it's time to move on. And I think if this country can figure out how to do that, or we can figure out how to, you know, correct these things. I think we uh, we might just unleash something pretty pretty amazing. There's a reason we're the greatest economic force to ever inhabit the planet Earth in the shortest period of time. There's a reason that we have the greatest military and there's a reason that millions of people went in this country. And it's not because we're divided, it's because we do more united. And I think if we can get past this election sooner rather than later, no matter who wins, which it's becoming very interesting that it might be Trump who would have thought that 17 GOP candidates ago. Uh, we are truly in historic times. Yeah,
1: okay. yeah, because you know as much as I thought that that it was an us versus them as much as I thought that the American people liked a guy that talked like them and looked like them. You know, one of the things that we learned at Xerox in my corporate sales days was, you know, people buy from people who look like them, which means, you know, that same persona. It seemed as though there was a shift where the American people were starting to want somebody that sounded all scripted and political again. So well, we're know, used to that. We're right? used to that, and people don't typically like to get outside their comfort zone. We still got a long way to go unless Dale has an update for us, Dale Hendry.
5: Well, I have a, I do have an update. Uh, according to Fox News, you've got Clint, Clinton at 209, and you've got Trump at 254 right now. Yeah. Why do you think it's different from the different sources we're get, hearing from? Like, why is Fox News reporting a little bit differently than some of the other things we're seeing? Fox is calling them a little earlier than the others are. Uh, but they they've, you know, they're saying that uh, you know, of course, Wisconsin is now. In, uh, in, in Trump's hands. Right. And and so that that's where that number's coming from. But you know, what I, what I think you need to understand here is, if Trump continues, and he is the president tomorrow, then the Democratic Party, as we know, has to start all over again.
2: Right. Isn't it interesting how they say that he's imploded the Republican Party? When he wins,
5: what does that do to the Democratic Party? And, and, and here's what you need to understand. Clintonism disappears, it's gone. Right. It doesn't exist anymore. The Obama legacy is nothing from this point forward. Eight years ago, when Obama was elected, Look what's happened inside that eight years. Right. So, Clintonism hope- doesn't exist, and the Obama legacy gets overturned.
1: And hope and change is now about making America great again. It's about putting America first. It's about patriotism for this country and love of country. It's about a shift, like you said earlier, Craig, it's about a shift. It's, it's actually a shift back to what this country was really founded on in the first
5: place. You know, you're exactly right you know we're all working people up here we're exposed to the government right right we make a living and and, and I know that what what I've heard and being in the media I, I hear a lot of people talk a lot of directions but we're basically tired of being told what we're going to do for the wrong reasons right we have to do what looks like like's gonna happen. There's gonna be something turned over tomorrow, and we're gonna get an opportunity to at least start with something new. Dale, right. you you
2: came from humble beginnings, you have an amazing story that we there's no way we could fit it in now. But I know you're a guy who studies the market and there's something that happens in the market called an overcorrection. You know, when the market is due to correct, stock market goes down, you're eventually you gonna get to a point where people buy it up. I think that as a metaphor to what we're seeing in politics, there's just a massive correction happening. And, and that correction is it's it got so bad from politics to media to political correctness that this country was willing to run to anything that could just shock it in a, in a different direction. And Donald Trump, whether you love him or hate him, I don't think many people can argue with the fact that we needed a change. And I think we're getting really, really close to seeing it.
5: And, you know, the market is going to take a big dump tomorrow. You think so? (laughs) Right. It It doesn't like uncertainty. No.
1: Well, it doesn't like uncertainty. i tell you what it did like is it liked crony capitalism and it liked Hillary Clinton. Right. They gave the the Wall Street gave more money to Hillary Clinton and her presidency than any other candidate ever.
5: Well, the after hours market right now is down 750 points right now. Are you kidding me? Right now. Okay. Unreal. So well,
1: maybe it needs a correction too. So
5: what you need to do is wake up. China. Oh, well, I already think that, regardless of president. But go ahead, wake up China and wake up Paris. Good morning, guys. This is what we're going to be saying. <laughs> well, I All tell right. you,
1: I tell you, who else was blown up by this? If Trump ends up winning this, the media.
5: Oh, oh, yeah. And oh. if you listen to some of the commentators on some of your national television, they right must now, be squirming. They're ill. They are ill and they don't know how to hide it.
1: Yeah, because and partly they're ill because they they realizing that their control is not what they thought it was. Oh, that, that to me is the thing
2: that I cannot wait. We're going to see what the future of this country is and the policies he can put into place and the teams he puts together. And we, we want to hope for the best. And, and he's a great leader. Maybe maybe he can do it in politics. But there's one thing you can say for absolute certainty. The media landscape is now going to change. There is no way it can't. The guy who has the ultimate megaphone is going to be able to dictate a narrative much differently than we've ever seen in the past. And the, the nonsense that has frustrated people about the media leading up to now,
5: there's gonna be a dramatic paradigm shift. You and, watch. And let me say this, you know, being from Texas, We don't count our chickens before the eggs. Yeah, it ain't over. It ain't over yet. It ain't over. But
1: let me ask you guys this in the few minutes we have left. Let's say he does win. What happens to her criminal cases?
5: Well, you're going to see a lot of things take priority. Uh, Trump is going to do what Trump said he was going to do. He's going to put some things in place. But, you know, uh, he may or may not get to that point. Uh, as we talk, but, but I, you-
2: I think he's going to move on. I think he's so serious. He didn't have to run for president. He's no. got more money than he knows what to do with. He didn't have to do this. I think that guy is going to get right to work, and everything that he said he's going to do—from the wall to helping the, the military to creating jobs—I think he's going to be a guy that day one wants to prove the point and validate it. I don't think uh things like that the things that got him here the the nonsense you see that uh he caught in politics i don't think he, he'll
5: even look back well the two-party system here the democratic and republican sides you're going to see two different looking groups from here on out yeah you know the republicans are going to look a lot different and so are the democrats here yeah. but it was time for that change you were talking Absolutely.
2: about Let's what do say- you think happens to the republicans though dale with him winning
5: i mean well I, he I
2: hasn't think, won yet if, if he were to win what do you think happens to the Republican Party? Because it's one thing if they lose, it's a shakeup, they got to figure out what's going on. If he wins,
5: what do you think happens? They have to understand that they have been speaking the wrong message for so long, mm-hmm. that the, the average American, the worker American, the one that pays the taxes American says, we're not going to do this anymore. Let's put somebody in there that actually is saying the things that we're thinking he's actually saying them
1: one question that's being posed out there right now is why hasn't georgia been called yet 75 percent have of precincts have been reported um you know i think that whether he wins or loses this has been a repudiation of the republican party as both parties yeah both politics parties.
2: as we know it Things are going to look a lot different moving forward. I I wonder what the country is going to do. But Andrea Kaye, we've been here three hours. Yeah. And uh, here we are at Golden Hall.
1: All right. um, we got a quick update before we go to break here. Oh, just answered my question. Fox News projects Trump wins Georgia. All right well you know what we got some head nodding going on out there we
2: got to let you go now i hope you can continue to stay tuned to 1170 the answer andrea k it's always fun with you you know what? you and i don't agree on everything except the fact that we live in the greatest country yes. on the planet and there's a lot of things we can come together and discuss if two people uh agreed on everything as my grandpa used to say one of them's not necessary so with that being said I'm your host, Craig Sewing. I appreciate you tuning in tonight. A very humbling opportunity to be able to speak to this live audience and those on 1170 The Answer. You can certainly follow me at craigsewing.com and social media. With that being said, it's been an honor, and uh, I'm going to go enjoy a yeah, historic evening no matter what happens. Let's remember, you live in the greatest country on the planet, and never forget that.
1: All right. Thanks so much. I'm Andrew Kay. I'm here every Tuesday night at 6 p.m. on AM 1170 The Answer. Love you all. Have a great night, everybody.
2: Alright, so then... That-